You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Please welcome with me now, uh, join us by telephone, our uh, dear brother and pastor, Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? Fine, thank God. Good morning, sir. Good morning, please, dear listeners. God bless you this morning. Amen. I believe we are doing great there, too. Yes, we are doing very well, too. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Glory to God. Thank you for thank joining you. us once again. Thank you, Thank the Lord. Okay, please say a word of prayer as we begin, sir. Our Father, we thank you for the privilege of having to experience this bright morning once more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you. That is never ending, that is never ceasing, that is ineffable. Thank you. We are grateful unto you. Accept our heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. It's another time to feed on your word at the table. Lord, our hearts are open. We are here from wherever every one of us are joining in. We are asking that your word will come unhindered. Your word will come fresh from heaven. Your word will come as hammer, as sword, and as fire to do that which you intend to do in our lives and that which no man can do amongst us in the name of Jesus. We are asking, Lord, that your word will transform us. The word will fulfill that purpose for which you have sent it in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm praying that none of us today will be the same after today's, after today's session in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you want that prayer. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Today is another beautiful day. We thank God for how we have started with us this year on the theme, revisiting your foundation, revisiting our foundations. And the Lord has brought us uh, through a lot of issues. And uh, presently, what we are dealing with is a good foundation, which is taken from First Timothy chapter 6, 17 to 19. And um, we have come to learn quite a lot in it also. I'll read the text for us and remind us some of the things we have learned. And then we move on to what um, the current things that we are dealing with is and begin to look and read some of the things we have written in the devotional and speak into it. Now, command those who are rich in this present age, not to be haughty, not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. And this is the word of God, First Timothy chapter 6, 17 through 19. And uh, we began to look at the commands. He said, command those who are rich in this present age. And we are saying that, well, the literal and direct people he's talking about may be those who are rich 
financially. Uh, but actually, in a broader sense, it's not only finance that somebody can be rich in. So you may be, you may be thinking that, well, this does not apply to you because you are not financially rich. Um, you are not um, rich financially. But actually, rich to be rich is also um, relative. It is not absolute. Some people are re always richer than some people, and you, no matter how poor or not rich you think you are, you are richer than some people. So some people are looking at you also as rich enough to have some things that they don't have. And so you may also not be rich financially and be rich in other ways, in so many other things. And so we are saying that those that the Lord wants us to command in this matter are not only the financially rich people, but these are the commandments that you have if you must have a good foundation and lay hold on eternal life. According to this uh, passage, the first instruction is do not be haughty, do not be proud. Um, pride goes before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. It is the first thing that do not be proud, be humble. If that is not dealt with, any other command cannot work because you will feel above every other thing. So in saying, do not be proud, be, do not be haughty. The next command is, do not trust in uncertain riches. We went ahead to say that riches are uncertain because, number one, they do not always have answers to questions. And your, so they do not always have solutions to your problems. And we reminded ourselves, even when we always quote that money answered all things, that the same scripture also said money failed. The money may attend all answers. Money may attend to answer all questions and may attend to provide solutions to all problems, but money does not always get the answers correctly. So many times money fails too. So in Egypt, money fails during Joseph's time and we discover that money can also fail the answer. So it's not only that it does not have solution always, but also that it's, it's not always going to be with you. That is to say, the riches may not always be yours. There are times they are dry, that they are not available. So they are not certain. Do not trust in uncertain riches. But you trust in the living God. First of all, you know that this God is living and you trust in him, not in man, not even in the man of God, not in any other thing, not in what you are doing, not in your titan or anything, not in your activities, but you trust in God. It is God that you trust in, not anything else. So if you trust in your riches or in anything, or whether what you are doing or what you have done, you have say you have sown seed, you are paying your tithe, you are doing this and that. If you trust in all those things, you are deceiving yourself and you are undoing yourself. So, we were reminded that God gives us 
all things richly to enjoy, and we have dealt with that excessively. Uh, now, we began to look at, let them do good. But what we want to begin to look at now is that they be rich in good works. So, it means you what you need to pursue is not really to be rich in the world's goods. It's not just to be rich in money, in wealth, in gold, in silver, and cars and all those physical things. The important thing for you to pursue is to be rich in good works. That's the instruction. That's another command for us to have a good foundation, to be rich in good works. And the first thing we want to say in this is that a lot of us say, no, it's not by my good works and that uh, I don't have to do good works and all that. We need to clarify this because many of us think that it's just by faith and it's just for me to have faith. And once I have faith, it's okay. I don't need any good work and things like that. James tried to balance this in the book of James when he's saying that, no, it's not just about your faith. If you, if you have faith and your faith is not moving you to do good works, your faith is dead. You are not saved by your good works, but you are saved by faith to do good works. So good works are products of faith. It's just a matter of arrangement. If your good work comes before your faith, then it's putting the cat before the horse. The cat cannot draw the horse, it will not move. But if you put the horse before the cat, the horse will draw the cat and you will move. So if you put your good works before your faith, you will be undoing yourself and you will be, it will not help you. But if you put your faith, the faith has saved you. If really you are saved, then you will do good works. So in other words, for you to be, for you to bark like a dog does not make you a dog. But if anybody becomes a dog, definitely he will bark. So it's it's just as simple as that. For you to do something does not make does not save you. Whatever good works you are doing, whether in giving or in anything, does not bring that salvation. But if you really have that salvation, then you will do good works. So that's what um, you. If you read Matthew chapter five. Verse 16, he's saying that let your light so shine to the world that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And if you read the scriptures all through, you will see a lot of things that is talking about you having to do good works if you are really saved. So it's important that you now be rich in the good works that you are doing. That controversy must be clear. You must be clear in it that it is not that um, the scripture is saying you should not do good works, that you should just have it. Look at James chapter 2, verse 21 through 26. 
Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son unto the altar? Fears thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the and the scripture was fulfilled. We said Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So all this is to tell you that without these good works, you will not actually be able to prove to God and to men that you have faith. And it is important even to yourself to confirm that you have faith. Good works must come from you. For example, the matter of giving, rather than accumulating wealth for yourself and building your bank account, making it fat and enjoying the euphoria of a fat bank account, while some people are suffering and some people, you are aware of the sufferings of some people and you are accumulating wealth. You know, all those things sometimes will show that you do not have faith in God who can provide if you use that money to help others. You really do not have faith that God can provide for you and replenish you. You just want something to keep yourself, something you can hold on to for yourself. Let us look at somebody in the Bible Somebody who actually did good works to prove his faith or her faith in Acts chapter 9, verse 36 through 39. Acts chapter 9, verse 36 through 39. If you are opportune to open your Bible in that place, then you can read along with us. We don't know. It's, it's talking about Docker. And now it's saying, now... There was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and armed deeds, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died. Whom, when they had washed, they laid her in an upper chamber. And for as much as Lida was nigh to Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there at Lida, they sent unto him two men, desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and all the windows stood by him, all the widows stood by him, weeping and showing the coats and garments which Doc has made while she was with them. Now, actually, we do not know how rich Docas was. Docas was a woman very rich in good works. When she died, people remembered her for her good works. We do not know how rich Docas was in this world's good, but the scripture says she was rich in good works. The widows did not merely speak of 
to Pika with ordinary words of mouth. They to help them pray for Dorcas. They went on to show Peter samples of the actual works she did before she was sick and died, helping the helpless ones. The poor and the needy is certainly a good work that will not go unrewarded. Helping those that are helpless, the poor, the needy, the widows and all that, deliberately, those you know that are helpless, helping them even when they have not asked you for help, is a good work that cannot or that will not go unrewarded. Why would you be happy eating and you still have much in stock? Why some people are really actually suffering and you know that it is not good work. It is actually callousness. Now, your good works may not prevent you from falling ill or even dying like we saw with Dockers. But it will go on speaking for you when you are gone. The hymn writer said, Shall we be missed, though by others succeeded, reaping the fields we in springtime have sown? Yes, but the sowers must pass from the, their labors, ever remembered by what they have done. He went on to declare that only the truth that in life we have spoken, only the seed that on earth we have sown, this shall pass onward when we are forgotten, fruits of the harvest and what we have done. So the question here is, in your neighborhood, in your, at your office, and um, everywhere you are, will people miss you when you are no more? Even when another person has succeeded you, another person is now doing your work, will they miss you if you are no more there because of the good works that you are doing? God expects us to be rich in good works. We will continue here after a short break. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. And yes, God bless you indeed. God bless you indeed. Thank you for staying tuned to GospelBellsRadio.com, your community Christian talk radio with a mission to engage the contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayagunloye, who is the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church in Padakot River State, South South Nigeria. He's also the publisher of your Potter's House Devotional, a daily digital devotional, and he comes on air on Gospel Best Radio 7 a.m. to discuss the current themes in your Potter's House Devotional. And you have listened to him, striking that balance, that all-important balance in the understanding of the role of works in the life of the Christian, works before salvation and works after salvation. And I thank God for how the Holy Spirit has led him to make that, that distinction. So if you have questions, if you have observations as we go along, please do send to us. Send to us on WhatsApp. Tap the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page and send to us on WhatsApp or just send it to us anonymously using that form on our page and we'll be glad to read your questions or your comments and engage with them. Do join us tomorrow, 7 a.m., for waiting on God Wednesday to pray along with others, to pray on other people's prayer requests. And if you have a prayer request yourself, please do send to us. Do send to us anonymously using that form on our, on our page. 
On Thursday, we'll be here for Thankful Thursday and we look forward to having you with us as well. God bless you. God bless you really good. So as we go along, do feel free to send in your comments, your observations and your questions as well. God bless you. Over to you now, Pastor. Thank you so much. God bless you. Welcome back, dear listener. We have dealt with the matter of we are dealing with the matter of being rich, the command that we have to be rich in good works. And um, we have dealt with, will you be, what will you be remembered for? We have cleared the, the uh, controversy between faith and work. And according to the balance that James gave it, he said, show me your faith without work, and I will show you my faith with works, because faith without works, without good works, is dead. Faith actually lives by good works. It gives, it produces good works, and that is what keeps it. <laughs> and then we are now looking at those who are poor towards God. And there are some people, because we are talking of being rich in good works, but some people are poor towards God. They are not because they are poor in good works. But we want to clarify, there, are, um, there, there is what it means to be poor in spirit and to be poor towards God. To be poor in the spirit is not the same thing as to be poor towards God. The Bible made mention that blessed are those who are poor in the spirit because they are they, they are they are hungry and thirsty. They, they they are looking at their own lives as um, not enough. They don't. They are not looking at themselves. It just means that they they owe everything they have unto God. They have nothing on their own. They are saying that no, I have nothing on my own. I can do nothing. I am nothing. I know nothing. So they are trusting God for everything that. Without God, they can do nothing. These, those who are poor in spirit are those, whether they are very rich or not, they can be the richest persons on earth, having the goods of this world and all that, but they will, they don't feel it. They don't, they don't feel like it. They don't um, act like it. They don't, that, that riches does not get to their head. It does not control them. It does not make them change their, and if the richer they are getting does not make them change their location. Maybe they are living in a, a place before. They now say, oh, this environment now, now that I'm richer than this, let me move to a richer environment. They don't change their children's school fees because their children's schools because of that. They don't change their cars because of that and their houses because of that. They know that they are, they don't have anything unless the Lord is changing it for them. He's telling them now, I want to go and use you in that environment. I want you to move to that environment so that you'll be able to influence some other rich people in that environment. But they are not changing it because they are now. You are listening to Gospel Bells Radio. They are not changing their the Christian internet radio with a mission to they are now feeling rich or changing status. No, they are poor in spirit. They are poor and in, in their hearts, they are not allowing the riches of this world to get to them. Those are the poor in spirit. They are always only, only depending on God. They are depending on God alone. Those are those who are poor in the spirit. But now, we are dealing with those who are poor 
towards God. Those who are poor towards God. Look at what Jesus um, gave the something that Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, verse 21-22. Then Jesus beholding him, loved him, and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way. Sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take off thy cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possession. This man was rich with the physical goods, but he was poor towards God. Why? Because he did not deposit his wealth into the heavenly bank with God. And how can you do this? By helping the poor. That's what that's the secret Jesus was telling him. He said, Go and sell all you have, give them to the poor. You know, you have all these things, give they, give your goods to the poor, and now come and be trusting me. Become poor in the spirit and be rich in good works by giving what you have to the poor. When you help the poor, when you give to the poor, it's a standing order. It's something that you need we need to do normally. So when you help the poor, you give to them and you help those that are weeping, those that are those that are really, really in need, those that are in need, you share with them, even if it's your last thing, you are sharing with them so that at least they also can survive. When you share, when you do things, then you are storing up you are depositing. It's just like you are depositing uh, something in your home country. Maybe you are like expatriates now that go to a country to work. They don't want to finish all that they earn where they are working. Actually, most expatriates in those days, what they do, they like to be paid in their own currencies, in their own land currencies, so that they can be depositing it in their... They are just living with the minimum amount that they need here. They don't spend all their money here or most of their money here. They don't invest heavily here for themselves, like building houses or things. They send, they receive their dollars or their pounds and, you know, send it to their home bank. And then they just leave modestly here because they know when they retire, when they leave, they are going, that is where they are going to spend the rest of their lives. And they want, in case anything happens here, and they want to sack them or ban them or do anything, whatever they have earned before now will not be will not be confiscated along with them. So what they are, what they have already had here, will be safe back home. So they keep sending their money home, and they live the minimum comfort life here in 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 this place that is the way god expects his pilgrims his children to live on earth not to live on earth as if this is heaven as if this is our the, uh, the place we will be forever he wants us to store up for ourselves a good foundation up there for the time to come up there in heaven and how can you do this whatever you have according to what the lord said here share it with those who are poor 
and that is the way to deposit in the, your heavenly account to be rich towards God. But if you fail to do this, you are going to be poor towards God. And that's why Jesus told another parable in Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 21. And he said, and he spoke a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought within himself. He thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my bands and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods, and I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine eat and eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee, then whose shall those things be which have, which thou hast provided? So is he that yet of treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Take note, is not rich towards God. Is poor towards God because he is thinking about me, myself, and I alone. He's only thinking about himself, thinking about me, myself, my, and I. Now that he has much money, he has made much profit, he has gotten much money, he is now thinking, now, how can I do this? I need to now um, store much for myself, now tell my soul, and my soul relax, and then I need to, you know, he was everything is just around him. He's selfish. I mean, he was selfish. He was not thinking about another person. Such people are poor towards God. Let me ask you, when you won that contract and you got that much profit, what did you think? What you were thinking was how to change the school, the school that the school that your children attended, how to change your car that now your status has changed, how to move to a better neighborhood. Maybe you are living in a uh, in uh, Ikeja before. Now, you are thinking because of your status, you need to move to the place that separates boys from men. That is, that, that, that shows that now you yourself, you are no longer in the class of those who are to live somewhere else before. You change your status, you are thinking of yourself, yourself, you yourself, and you're just about you. Excuse me, you are poor towards God. If that is what you do, simply because you are now rich, simply because you have now become something, you have some goods with you, rather than looking at how to share it with those with others, how to, rather than giving God a compelling reason to keep increasing you, you give, you begin to give God a compelling reason to say that you are useless in this world. Let why, why are you still living in this world? That is how what happened to this man. He was thinking about himself. He was thinking about how to make, live a better life, how to tell his soul. So begin to relax now. Things have changed for you. It's okay for you now. You have no good. You have no need to begin to labor so much again. So now, what you need to do is this. 
change um, your status, change your car, change the way you dress now. You can't be dressing all like all these things again. Change this and change that. Because you now have, the, uh, things have changed for you. Excuse me, brother and sister. If that is the way you are living, you are poor towards God. You are not rich in good works. And if you are not rich in good works, you have no good foundation for the time to come and you cannot lay hold of eternal life because your when God gives you those things, when God allows you to have those things, it's not just because of you, it's actually also because of those that are around you. And look around you. They are suffering, they are crying, they are weeping. They cannot show what you have done for them like some people showed concerning doctors. They cannot bring it up and say, see, see, look at when they sent my son out of school. It was this man that paid his school fees. It was this woman that helped me, with, that gave my son the clothes, the school uniform she was taking to school, she was wearing to school. My son did not, my child could not uh, afford a school. I could not afford a shoe for my child to go to school. It was this woman that called him and bought a shoe for a pair of shoes for him. And this and, and a lot of things. What can people be able to say concerning you? You hear people, they call you, they ask you for help, but all you do is just to ask them what do you need it for? And after you had what they need it for, you say, Oh my God, how I wish that I still have money. But sister, does the, are you sure you do not really have that money to help that person? Are you sure that you do not have something to do to help that person? There was a time somebody called me and really I wasn't having something to help that person. But I remember that I have God. If I do not, Peter, I remember Peter and um, John going to the temple and they saw the beggar begging for Babihala, give me Kobo, Babihala, give, give me something small. The uh, um, beggars are not asking for something big. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold. I have nothing you, you are asking for. But that which I have, I give unto you. And he prayed for the man, and the man rose up. Now, I remember also that I had something I could give when I did not have the physical goods that this person was asking. So I went to my knees and began to pray. I said, God, how would you, how would you want me to respond to this, to respond to this person's request of help from me? And the Lord led me to somebody. And I spoke to somebody on behalf of that person and the person gave to that person to the other person so i became like the friend of that midnight friend that came in the midnight and had to eat and i went to the bigger friend to get loans to for this my other friend you can also be rich in good works even if you think that you are not very rich and you don't have you need to care. You need to show some care to those who really, uh, who really have the need. You may not have excess, but at least you are having enough to sustain you and you are contented. But when people come to you for help, you don't need to just be callous and be indifferent and say, well, me, myself, I'm just managing. I don't know what to do. No, you know what to do. Go to God on behalf of that person and let God help you to help. You know, you it it it, it, it pays 
when God is the one that is actually helping you to help others. So that's what this man did. He was poor before God and God told him, so what's the essence of living? You cannot continue to live. You will have to die today. So brothers, we want to give God a compelling reason to live, a compelling reason to bless you, then cater for the poor. Show God that you are really concerned and you are, you are a good caretaker on earth also for the poor. So he will provide for you. It's about provision. You see, when we are talking of poverty or when we are talking of giving, it's not about how rich you are. It's about the heart, the attitude. Because the widow that gave Elijah did not have. She had the last thing, and that was what she needed to eat, and she was not expecting any help from anybody. She was to die after that food. But then she still gave somebody who was also in need. She shared, and the Lord gave her a... Com- she gave God a compelling reason to keep blessing her. She may not have excess, but she did not... That's her oil and her flower did not finish until the famine ended. You see, you, if you give God a compelling reason, even if you do not have excess, you will not lack what it takes to do good. What you need to do good works around you every time. Whatever good works you, you have to do, God will meet that need. And I can tell you that for sure. Let me read Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 for you. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Therefore, there is grace needed for every good work. Every good work needs the grace. If you do good work in your own strength, God does not like it. God does not accept it. If your good work is actually done in the flesh, if your good work is done in the, like those people, Jesus said, they brought plenty, plenty things into the temple. He said they have not given anything. But look at this widow. She gave her all. And Jesus looked at it and he said, she gave more than every other person. Now, let me tell you, if the grace of God is not the one that is making, that is helping you to do what you are doing, the good works you are doing, that good work is not acceptable to God. It's not by power, it's not by might, it's by the Spirit. If it is not by the Spirit, it is not acceptable. See, if what you are giving is from the flesh, you are, it is not acceptable. For example, you are giving and you are making a show of it. You are calling the TV um, something you are, you, so that the right hand may know what the left hand is doing. You have received your reward already. It's not acceptable in heaven. It's not actually credited in heaven in your favor. Actually, it is just, you even whatever good work you do, that you are not doing it, you are not hiding. To say, let me just, give this thing unknown and you are deliberately doing it so that people will see what you are doing they are calling the media you are calling the and you are doing it openly you have received your reward already so whatever good works you are doing don't do it for sure don't do it for ostentation don't do it as if don't do it don't let the flesh come 
um, you know, you know, like the pride, the pride, pride. Don't do it in pride with pride. Just allowing the person to say, okay, is that what you want? All right. Um, um, okay, okay, okay. You just sit down. Maybe you come back next to it, and you keep allowing the person to come back. What you can do today, and you just want the person to feel that it's not easy or whatever, whatever the flesh touches becomes weak. You are doing the good work, but that good work becomes nothing. Becomes weak. Becomes it becomes a bad work because becomes a work of iniquity because. You, the flesh has touched it. You are now allowing proud, uh, pride to come into it. You are now making the person feel lower than you. You are making the person feel, you, and you are expecting the person to do some things, to honor you, to lift you up, to do something in order for you to do it or after you have done it. All those things will destroy the good works. They won't give you a good foundation and they won't allow you to lay hold on eternal life. Why not do those good works hiding and you know between you and god why not letting the another do you know some people who give i know a pastor that somebody gave a car and the pastor did not even know who gave him the pastor did not know who gave him that car it's my friend and see he, there are good works that you can you I'm, I'm not saying that there, it is every good work you can do without anybody knowing but the more you do your good works without receiving any reward on earth the more you are blessed in heaven the more you are rich in heaven so the bible says be rich in good works that is the important thing and the lord will help all of us to be rich in good works so that we can have a good foundation and lay hold of eternal life in Jesus' name. This is the much we can take today, the course of our time. God bless you. And yes, thank you so very much, Pastor. Thank you so very much. And this has been a blessing as always, and we give glory to God. That Making that uh, distinction between works before salvation and works after salvation, we are saved to do good works but we are not saved by works and of course we have to be rich towards heaven and i love the way you have you have um, highlighted that especially the part about doing good works in a way that the focus is actually to to glorify god even when we bless the the next person close to us the purpose is to fulfill the intention of christ to be our brother's keeper and that is so important it, it may it will be difficult at times as you rightly mentioned, to do good works that people will not know about, will not know the source, but as much as possible, we must avoid that, letting people know. We must avoid uh, letting people know being the main reason or being the, the major catalyst in all of this. And you know, Pastor, every time uh, we, we scan social media, we find uh, many people saying, that, oh, yesterday for my birthday, I went to this place and I did this. Yesterday for my birthday, I did this. Oh, tomorrow is my birthday and I'll be doing this. And we find people calling attention. And it's not only just individuals, we find churches as well to call in attention to these things and so people say well churches need to call attention to it so that people will know that churches are up to some good in the society as well uh that balance how can we strike that balance as well when people say well if you go, go ahead they don't that doing good work. Doing good, yes. now 
did work, and people knew, people saw him. Mm. But he was not doing it for sure. And he told us that whenever we have to do something, we do not need that our right hand know what our left hand is doing. Mm-hmm. You do not need to publicize. And outside this, I tell people that I'm the one that bought that um, shirt that is wearing for him. I'm the one that bought that street. And I'm doing it so that people will go. So people will get discouraged when people are not appreciating them. Exactly. It is, is cut by the guy. The guy will say, they have received their reward already. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if while I'm doing the good works, maybe the uh, media is somewhere around and it is, I'm not even aware mm-hmm. and I'm not even calling any attention to it. I'm even surprised that I'm seeing myself on the, on the media. It is a different thing. It exactly. is not me and I don't even want it. But if I am now the one calling media, that's come, come, come. I want to do good works. Come and devise it. Exactly. Or come and do all this. It is not by clicker. The true. fact that people are doing it does not make it right. And the fact that what they are doing is right does not make what the way they are doing it to be right. Mm-hmm. So it is wrong to publicize any good work that you are doing. The Bible thing is what you have done so mm-hmm. and you deliberately did so. You have received your reward already. Already. Amen. Amen. And of course, that's so true. That's the Bible. We cannot argue with it. So, Pastor, if people now keep saying that, oh, these churches, they are not doing anything, they're not doing, they're just always praying. We don't see them, they uh, they collect so much offering, but we don't see their impact in society. We shouldn't bother as long as we are we are okay with our Lord, right? The truth is that there's no way you will do the that people will not know. Okay, true. I would say, let your light to shine to the world. That before let your light to shine before men, that men will see your good work yes, and glorify your father. It is not possible for you to do a good work mm. or to be keep doing good works and people will not know. No. You are doing you are, you are doing secret. You are you are doing somebody something secret here. You are doing another body somebody secret here. You are giving another person secret here. Do you think one day? They will not. They will not tell themselves. Or they will look at and say, "If not for the social crisis the other day, something will have happened to me." Say, "Hey, so he did to you too." That's what he did to me. He did to this, this other day too. The other day too. Hey, and that's what he did to me too. Before you know it, everybody will know it. Not that people will not know each you if you if you keep doing good works. People will know. But the problem is, you must not be the one publicizing what you are doing. That's true. It is, it is not by people besides it. And you should not think that then how will people know if I don't publicize it? It's the world that blows their own trumpet. Exactly. It is God that blows trumpet for us. We, we do our good work secretly and God is the one that now blows our trumpet. And we are not care whether they, whether people know or they, do you know that those people who touch it are people that you see that are doing good work. There are some other people that are doing much more than that That's and true. you don't hear about them. That's true. That's true. But some, some other we know about them and when the chiefs are down they can bring evidences mm-hmm. of what those people are doing That's and they, just because they are insisting that let nobody know how many times Jesus will be and do some things and tell them 
good than anybody about it. Exactly. That's true. That's so true. we should, when we do good works, we should do it so that we are, we are being rich in heaven and we are rich in heaven. Otherwise, you are not living anything in heaven, you are not laying any good foundation in heaven, mm-hmm. and you are not living good on eternal life mm-hmm. if you are doing it for sure. That's true. That's true. If you are doing it for sure, you are not laying treasures up in heaven. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you. We have this comment on WhatsApp saying, Good morning, sir. I'm Johnson from Kano. I'm blessed. I will not miss this um, program every day of the week. So thank you very much. Uh, there, Brother Johnson from Kano joining us this morning. We are glad to have you. He's asking for a rebroadcast of this session. And yes, uh, just scroll to the bottom part of our homepage. You'll find a link to the past episodes of of this program. And very soon we are going to upload uh, today's uh, program as well. We also have this prayer. It says, God must help my heart. Sorry. God must help my heart and release his grace unto me in Jesus' name. Amen. This matter of focusing on ourselves as eating deep into us. This is why most people get discouraged whenever they are not appreciated for their good works. God must grant us understanding in all that we that all we do is for God. Exactly. Amen. Amen. God must grant us understanding that all we do is for God, not just to glorify ourselves. Thank you so very much, Pastor. Please say what a word of prayer as we bring this session to a close. Thank you. Father, we thank you for having your today. Thank you for Thank you for coming to us to help us accept our heart of gratitude in Jesus. Lord, we are asking for we are asking for grace to actually do good work. The asking believe in you. Because we already have Lord, help us that our, our faith will help we make us work in the good works which you have prepared for us in the Lord we receive grace to have sufficient to have sufficient, uh, uh, sufficient resources to do all the good works that you expect us to do for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you have that in prayer. Thank you, Lord. I pray for all people today that they will not be excluding themselves it, it, by hearing a good thing it was, and even me, that I will not deceive myself by speaking alone and not speaking but Lord, you will help us to be doers of this work in need, in truth, in reality, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I'm for this radio station and God put their radio that continue to help them, Amen. to inspire them, to admit them to this world. And Lord, you make them truthful in the name of Jesus. Amen. They fulfill the purpose in which you have established them. Amen. And you will not be something all the resources, spiritual, physical, financial, material, in every way, in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, sir. We look forward to seeing you next week by God's grace. Amen. Thank you for having Thank God. Thank God. Thank you for staying with us this morning. Do stay with us. Shortly we'll be back here for On the Lord Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Current Events. Do stay with us. God bless you very good. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too.
God bless you.